The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. When the Pharisees with some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus, they observed that some of his disciples ate their meals with unclean, that is, unwashed hands. For the Pharisees, and in fact all Jews, do not eat without carefully washing their hands, keeping the tradition of the elders. And on coming from the marketplace, they do not eat without purifying themselves. And there are many other things that they have traditionally observed, the purification of cups and jugs and kettles and beds. So the Pharisees and scribes questioned him, Why do your disciples not follow the tradition of the elders, but instead eat a meal with unclean hands? He responded, Well did Isaiah prophesy about you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship, teaching as doctrines human precepts. You disregard God's commandment, but cling to human tradition. He went on to say, How well you have set aside the commandment of God in order to uphold your tradition. For Moses said, Honor your father and your mother, and whoever curses father or mother shall die. Yet you say, if someone says to father or mother, any support you might have had from me is korban, meaning dedicated to God. You allow him to do nothing more for his father or mother. You nullify the word of God in favor of your tradition that you have handed on. And you do many such things. The Gospel of the Lord. From the very beginning of Christianity, the martyrs held a powerful hold on the Christian imagination especially under the Roman persecution when many of our ancestors died in horrific ways. Because what the martyrs did for us standing on the sidelines, it showed us precisely what it takes to follow Jesus with our whole lives. This is what the Lord is getting at, why he's so angry with the Pharisees here in the Gospels, because they're honoring God, yes, on the surface, well, at the end of the day, what God wants truly from all of us is, is our hearts. Again, heart meaning the, the core depth of the human being. Heart is in Hebrew's leb, and it means the, the totality of myself. Not mere the mere surface of it, because again, all day long, we can even be at church every single Sunday, but our hearts can still be far from God. It is how do we live it out? It is why these great saints remember today St. Paul Miki and their companions model for us. And we've seen such heroic witnesses in these Japanese martyrs, probably not since the Roman era. So Christianity arrives in Japan around the year oh, 1549, more or less, when the European powers are now going to Asia, finding new economic routes. They're new. This is when they evangelized the Philippines, modern-day you know, Latin America, and so, 
The Portuguese Jesuits arrived in Nagasaki, the famous city, in 1549. So successful was the Catholic mission in Japan, within 30 years, we had 200,000 Catholics. Within 30 years, we spread wild, we were successful. But then, what happens? The then Japanese emperor, Emperor Hideyoshi, in 1587, launches the persecution. Catholics had to renounce their faith if they wanted to stay faithful to Japan. And sadly, a good percentage of Japanese renounced their Catholic faith. Because again, it's hard. If someone's going to torture you, who, who of us to say that we would hold fast? We hope. In 1596, 27 are arrested, among them Paul Miki and their companions, a group of Jesuit priests, Franciscans, and some lay people. They were taken to the capital city of Kyoto, and they were forced to march from Kyoto 500 miles in the middle of a winter to Nagasaki. They cut off portions of their left ear. And when they get to Nagasaki, after, it took them 30 days to walk. And they were crucified on a hill in Nagasaki. If you go to that city today, you can, you can visit the shrine. It's still the center of, of Japanese Catholicism. And I want to end here by reading a first-hand account of what happened to the Japanese and, and European uh, priests, the missionaries there. So this is a first-hand account. Listen. The crosses were set in place. Father Pasio and Father Rodriguez took turns encouraging the victims. Their steadfast behavior was wonderful to see. The father, Basar, stood motionless, his eyes turned heavenward. Brother Martin gave thanks to God's goodness by singing psalms. Again and again he repeated, Into your hands, Lord, I entrust my life. Brother Francis also thanked God in a loud voice. Brother Gonzalo, in a very loud voice, kept saying the Our Father and the Hail Mary. So remember, they're on a cross, nailed, and while all this is happening, a crowd gathered before them. Our brother Paul Miki, a Japanese convert to Catholicism, saw himself standing now in the noblest pulpit he had ever filled. To his congregation, he began proclaiming himself a Japanese and a Jesuit. He was dying for the gospel he preached. He gave thanks to God for his wonderful blessing and ended his sermon with these words. As I come to you in this supreme moment of my life, I am sure none of you would suppose I want to deceive you. And so I tell you plainly, there was no way to be saved except the Christian way. My religion teaches me to pardon my enemies and all who have offended me. And I do gladly pardon the emperor and all who have sought my death. I beg them to seek baptism and become Christians themselves. Others kept repeating, Jesus and Mary, their faces serene. 
And then, according to Japanese custom, the four executioners began to unsheathe their spears. At this dreadful sight, all the Christians cried out, Jesus! Mary! And the storm of anguish, weeping, then rose to batter the very skies. The executioners killed them one by one, one thrust of the spear, then a second. It was over in a very short time. These are the blood of the martyrs. These are our ancestors. And the same power that flows through them flows through us now. We must boldly lift the faith, just as they did.